0: Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to the Sage Sayers. I'm your show host, Debbie gardner McCullough, DG McCullough. I'm a narrative coach and a communications coach from New Zealand, based in the fine state of Wisconsin. In every episode, we unpack communications, tips, and strategies, and we interview interesting individuals from all around the world who found the gift, the opportunity, and even some knowledge. From life's inevitable challenges. In this week's episode I'm responding to a popular plea for help on how to speak up in meetings. You probably know that it's performance evaluation time and at this point you've probably received feedback from your peers and your leaders. If you're one of the many communicators who have hear that they do need to speak up more in meetings, In this week's episode, I'm sharing tips and strategies that I've co-created with communicators who are finding that they're just not able to penetrate through the noise. Get ready to hear some tips and strategies to help you find your unique way to speak up and speak up in ways that really feel that they count. Tip number one, always go into any communication challenge with getting little curious about what's getting in your way in the first place. Perhaps you might be feeling some social anxiety, in which case you're not alone. Leaders all the way down to entry-level communicators are finding they feel a lot more anxious than before. Part of it's working from home for two years, the rest of it might be some hypervigilant feelings of just not really wanting to be around others at all, even in remote meetings. Or perhaps you may feel some imposter syndrome, or perhaps you're one of 50% of communicators around the globe who feel that they're a little introverted. Whatever it is, work with your coach or even journal and get a little curious on what's getting in your way in the first place. What's making you feel you do not want to speak up. Once you've got that idea clear, We can work on some strategy together. Tip number two, ground ahead of time. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you'll know that I'm a mental fitness coach. So I'm certified in coaching in a way that helps you rebound from life's inevitable setbacks with a positive versus a negative mindset. Part of mental fitness is getting out of your mind and into your body. And that's where the exploration and the calm and the creative part of our mind exists. So how do we get there? So many different ways. And I will share in the show notes, my podcast on how to ground before a high stakes conversation. But the most popular one that seems to work with my coaches is tactile mindfulness. I've started to do it right now. I'm taking the fingers of one hand, and I'm gently stroking the front and the back of the oven. I'm noticing all of the sensations in my skin. I'm noticing the temperature in my skin. And as my mind quietens just a little bit, it feels a little bit more peaceful than before, I'm even noticing the ridges in my skin. What I love about tactile mindfulness is you can be doing this in the middle of a meeting. This is different to meditation. You can be looking directly into the webcam. And as you're getting ready to share your idea or ask your big question, you could be doing this under the webcam frame. If stroking the front and the back of your hands feels a little bit too motiony, you can just take two fingers and gently rub them together. Even gently rubbing two fingers together intentionally, feeling the sensations, the temperature, and the ridges of the skin, can take you out of your survival as part of your mind, where the saboteur interference exists, and into the sage. So whatever it is that brings you calm, Do it going into the meeting and even during the meeting. That's tip number two. Ground. Tip number three. Ask yourself and then someone who you trust why you're there anyway. I'll explain the concept. If you are getting and if someone invites you to a meeting, it's because you possess some expertise that the organizers seek. You may be the only male in a female-dominated team. You may be the tech expert of the team. You may be the longest-serving member of the team or even the newest or the youngest person in the team. You have unique insight, expertise, and a vantage point that your team and the project that you're serving needs. If you're not sure, ask someone you trust. And with that, insight, We can move to tip four, which is prepare a few bullets or questions to ask within the group. Perhaps, for instance, if you're the newest member of the team and also the youngest, then if your team is really trying to go after a younger market, you do possess that unique insight, only you possess that. So be the advocate for that demographic in your meetings, not just the one you're about to go into, but all of them. And be that voice, stand up for that voice. Preparing a few bullets ahead of time or some open-ended, powerful questions, try to keep them to five to seven words, make them curious, make them thoughtful, aligned with the topic. Going into the meeting with something to offer, something to ask, can alleviate that inevitable anxiety that comes up going into these sessions, but can also give you something to offer And how to offer it, if you have got a full thought you're wanting to share, I do recommend taking a look at my Medium article from a couple of weeks ago on using some writing techniques to formulate the idea. And it's simply taking a topic sentence, stating your idea, fleshing out a couple of related key ideas, and then tying the idea together at the end with a so what question, stating the significance of what it is that you want to offer some bullets, share the idea in a complete form, and tie whatever it is that you're asking or offering to your unique superpower that you bring in, your unique insight that you bring in. Next tip, know that small counts. And here's the idea, even putting something into the chat counts as offering. You may find that sometimes what holds you back in these meetings is they're really noisy and there's a lot of sharing and one or two or even a handful of communicators are dominating the show. That's okay, but you can still put something in the chat. And with that, I'm moving to my next tip. Have someone in the group advocate you share your idea. I'll explain. If you're adding something to the chat, ask the moderator of that chat to share it. They might say, for instance, before we close, Jimmy had an idea in the chat. You want to air it, Jimmy? And then air it. So having someone to advocate you or ask for your voice or uh, mention, hey, I've noticed we've spoken about A, B and C, but the only person who knows C is Jimmy we haven't heard from you yet, Jimmy, what do you have? So having that advocate in these meetings, it could be a manager you trust, it could be a peer you trust, it can be an extroverted communicator who loves to chat throughout these meetings, have them bring you in. And that becomes very powerful indeed, and a little bit less daunting. And if you do feel that it's daunting, that's okay, you've got this tactile mindfulness technique under your belt now. So you can be quietly rubbing two fingers together intentionally before it's that moment. So those last two tips again, know that small counts, putting something in the chat counts as an offering, and have an advocate to gently tease that from you and set it up. Here's one of my final techniques before we round up today's show. Offer what you sense. Offer what you noticed absent and offer even the feeling of the room that you've experienced. Here's my concept. If you're holding back from speaking up in a meeting, you may just feel that you're an introverted personality, and that is okay. But introverts possess a superpower that many extroverted communicators lack. You're very mindful, most likely. You perhaps are very empathetic but you're also probably extremely observant. And with that, you'll notice something. So to illustrate, perhaps the meeting was to discuss A, B, and C. But because you've been a very quiet, observant participant of this meeting and very present, noticing, you may have noticed that B did not get covered. So one technique to insert yourself in a way that feels authentic to the way that you love to communicate is when it's time and everyone's going around the room and offering final ideas, you could just gently say, well, I have nothing new to offer on topic X. I teamed with it so beautifully, but I did feel curious that if we came together to discuss A, B, and C, what feels significant, if anything, about not talking about A today, B today? What's there? So you see what we've done here is we've noticed what was missing, but we've also used another technique that can become very helpful for uh, introverted communicators. Say what you notice and then lop it back to the group and ask what's there or what can we learn from this? And then just hold the silence. Let them contemplate. So that technique once again is offer what you sense, offer what you noticed was absent. You might even Offer the feeling that you noticed in the room, and then lock it back to the group with an open-ended, short, powerful question. What can we learn here? Or why might that be? So there you've got it. Some tips and techniques on speaking up in the next noisy meeting. Play with these techniques and let me know how you get on with them. And I know you've got your own techniques that you're probably working on that you didn't hear today. You know what? I'd really love to hear them. In my show notes, you'll find my email address and please do write to me. And in the subject line, write, how to speak up in noisy meeting. M dash an idea. Please do share it. You've been listening to the Sage Sayers and I am BG e. McCullough in Wisconsin. Thanks so much for listening today. It's been a pleasure having you with me on the show. I will speak with you again soon. Bye-bye for now.